Alright, what is up? What is up? What is going on? Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Hope everybody had a lovely Thanksgiving with you and yours. My name is Mike, I am your host. Thanks so much for checking back in with us each and every week. And as always, we have a lot to get to tonight, so why don't we jump right in and let me get some housekeeping stuff out of the way first. Forced and, for forced and foremost, here's where you can find us on the interwebs. First place is our website, which is apod.com. It's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. Find out all you want to about us, about the show, read our blog, listen to the show, do all kinds of things like that. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for America's Hometown Horror, and we'll pop, pop right up there. You'll find us. Pretty easy. And you can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com if you feel so inclined to do so. And, of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention our two sponsors, first of which is Horror Facts Magazine. You can find them at horrorfacts.com, which is a fantastic resource for all things horror. So if you're a fan of horror, this is a website you need to be following for news, reviews, and horror podcasts just like ours. And last but certainly not least, we are now an affiliate of Fangoria, the first in fright since 1979. We're partnering with Fangoria to give our listeners an exclusive 20% discount on any merchandise and first-time magazine subscriptions. Just head on over to shop.fangoria.com slash hometownhorrorpod. You can click the link in our show descriptions each and every week and enter the code hometownhorrorpod at checkout for an exclusive 20% discount for our listeners. So head on over to Fangoria's shop and get yourself some bomb-ass merchandise and make yourself, uh, you know, be styling and profiling heading into the holiday season. So, that being said... All right, we are back in person again for another week, and I am joined by all three of my lovely esteemed co-hosts, Matt, Andrew, and back again, the lovely Catherine. Lady, gentlemen, how we doing? What's up, buddy? Hello. Not too bad. Thanksgiving. Yeah, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Good time? Good. Yeah. Good time all around? Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stressful holidays past <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Hosting with a baby and a crazy dog can be uh, pretty stressful, I must say. But uh, I can imagine. happy to be through it. And, uh, and on yep. to the next one. <laughs> yep. Uh, I will say, though, I was able to recommend our movie that we covered last week, Smile, to quite a few people over the last uh, mm. week or so since we last recorded, including my, my father, who loves horror. And I think my sister even tried to dip her toe into watching it, and she was uh, too scared to continue. Uh, I don't blame <laughs> her. I got a yeah. lot of people responding to me when I shared that. Yeah. On my own personal Facebook, they were pretty cool. they were like, oh, I'm definitely going to check this out now. Yeah. Because a lot of people were in the same boat as me where they were like, I don't know. And then I was like, no, just do it. Trust me. Yeah. So right. I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't give you a dog shit movie to watch. No. So. Go, go for it. Go, go did for you, did it. Did your dad watch it? He did. Um, I don't think he, he never, t he's, he's very tough to get the text back. Um, so he, he didn't really give me, I, I'll have to get him on the phone and see what his thoughts were on it. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't like person. very much of the new stuff anymore. So I'm sure he'll be like, yeah, it was fucking stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Oh, that'll be us someday. Well, that's kind of That us. will be us. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So that's what I got. But, uh, I know that we've, uh, we've kind of been on, uh, borrowed time the last week with the holidays going on, but I think we, we probably all watched a couple things here and there, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, but uh, by the time you hear this, dear listener, the latest thing, and there's not a whole lot coming out now, um, the biggest thing that's coming out in theaters, I think, is that new uh, Santa Claus uh, horror movie with David Harbour, oh, uh, yeah. Violent Night, I think it's called, or it's not even really a horror movie, it's, it's I've, I've heard it, it described as more of like, uh, like Die Hard meets like a Christmas, uh, uh, like a Santa Claus story. I heard it's thing. like Bad Santa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I kind of really want to see it because I Don't love I do too. David yeah. Harbour. He's awesome in Stranger Things and he's a good actor. So I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, what that movie ends up looking like. I don't know if I'll have the opportunity to get out to theaters to see it, but uh, as soon as that bad boy's streaming, I will definitely be checking it out. Isn't it so nice, though, that you like so fast, like Pearl and stuff? Like, it's like, oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's, it's so convenient. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I mean, if there is a good thing to have come out of COVID, it's probably this, that just the wide, the wide variety of movies that are available so much faster now. Oh, yeah. Like, do you remember, do you remember back in May, day when a movie got released in theaters and then you had to wait, like, three months for it to come out to be able to, like, rent it? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like long, yeah, even yeah. longer than that. Just it felt like forever. Right? And then it would be, like, five years before it was on, like, TV. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? And it'd be, like, cut and edited TV. to shit. Yeah. 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 Like, this sucks. <laughs> um, but another thing that I'm I'm itching to check out and I haven't had the opportunity to yet is there's a new show on Netflix 
from the creative team behind uh, their sleeper hit from a few years ago called Dark, which was a German show. Oh, yeah, oh um, I, I watched for that. Fantastic. Yeah, we watched it together. That show was great. And this show's called 1899. Oh, I keep seeing things for that. Yeah, and it seems like it's almost like a, like similar to Dark, like a sci-fi, supernatural, twisty story. Kind of thing, yeah, I, I think it has those types of vibes. All I know about it is that it involves a ghost ship floating in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and there's another ship that uh, is full of people uh, migrating to America that, you know, they find the ship, and then all this weird shit starts to Big happen. Event Horizon vibes. Yeah, I I kind of picked on up on that from the trailer. I watched the trailer a while back when it was first announced, but I haven't seen it since, so I kind of don't really remember a lot, and I want to go into that blind and check <laughs> it out. Subtitles for this one? I think a lot of it's in English. Okay. I think they actually uh, shot some of it in that English. Just a lot of different languages. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but I was so... I heard that you want to watch it with subtitles because when they, if there's an English dub mm. and a lot of the plot revolves around the inability to communicate right. properly. So when it's all in English, you're kind of like, that throws why are you an yeah. idiot? Like, yeah. why don't you get it's it? clearly so, saying that. You yeah. So I think it's just best to go in with the subtitles. And do I it think it's way. always best to go with subtitles over dubbed anyway. Correct. For Trash. sure. And actually, so speaking of dark, I actually, when we started watching it, we tried watching it dubbed and I found it to be so distracting. Yeah. We, swat, we swapped. That's also to a subtitles super confusing one. show. Yeah. So I feel like it's good to be able to read it too. Yeah. Yeah, Dark was one of those shows that you can't half watch, like, and be on your phone. You yeah. need to pay oh, attention to, to every yeah. little fucking detail that's in there. So I'm excited to check this show out. I don't know about you guys. I am. I'm definitely going to. Yeah, I didn't know it was made by the same people, so that's kind yeah, of Yeah, same team. So I'm sure it's going to be pretty good because uh, Dark was a huge so hit for Netflix. It's a, it's a program. It's a program it's eight, called 1899. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a program. <laughs> it's a story. Yeah. All right. My stories. I don't know if it was a movie. I was like, yeah. stories. Yeah, so Violent Night in 1899. Those are available if you want to check those bad boys out, either in theaters or in Netflix. But uh, in terms of stuff that we have been able to watch over the last week, uh, anyone want to kick things off? Anyone watch anything good? I will. I watched a movie on Shudder um, that came out this year. I, don't, I think it had been released um, film festival circuit-wise last year. But it's a uh, African French film called Salom, S A L O U M. I've heard of this. What a wild fucking movie! It's eighty four minutes long. Perfect. It goes by like a fucking. It's unbelievable how fast it goes. It's action packed. It is a great action movie up until it gets into the horror. And I was actually surprised because I really loved it while it was the action movie. And I knew it was going to turn to horror, wasn't sure what it was, and I was a little disappointed when it did get to the horror stuff because it was, like, kind of lame. So Hmm. it was good, but it just, like, wasn't what I expected. Okay. And so, but the first, like, two-thirds of the movie are fucking sick. Like, this is about a group of three mercenaries who have just stolen a bunch of gold, and they have a drug dealer from Mexico who they are kind of, like, harboring as hostage to be, like, this is your trade bait for this, that, and the other thing, negotiating with a Mexican cartel. They get, they end up being in a plane, their plane breaks down, and they get stuck in this little aisle called Salem, I guess. It's it's somewhere in Africa, I presume. Um, Incredible acting, top to bottom. Um, this movie went super under the radar and it's just all this like paranoia of like who knows what because there's a girl there that only speaks in sign language. She's deaf and mute, but she knows that they're like bullshit because they have to be like they're, we're not criminals because they're with like police officers and like this that, and the other thing. And so it just the way it plays out is really interesting. But then there's like a curse issue that comes into play and it kind of goes off the rails. And in my opinion, I thought it just kind of took away from like how cool this story was going to be. Um, Hmm. I thought it was going to be a full-blown bloodbath, battle royale, French film type deal, and it just totally went, like, almost Asian horror. So it was, like, kind of all over the place. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't what I expected. But it's, like I said, you can fucking piss through it. It's super quick. If you're just looking for a nice, quick 80-minute movie, check it out. That's right, am I? It was good. It was, like, it was, like, the the way it played out, it was, like, uh... I don't even know. It was just, it was so fast paced. Like it was so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I remember Rebecca McKendry talking about this on Colors of the Dark a few yeah. episodes back. Yeah. And I, I've, I've, it's piqued my interest. I gotta, I gotta get to that one. Um, another one I watched. So I went and saw Bones and All yesterday. Um, That's right. I know you said you, uh, you enjoyed it. I did very much. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Um, so this is a very heartfelt, sincere love story. But 
it also is a extremely brutal cannibal movie. Nice. So basically it follows this girl who uh, I don't want to go too, too far, but I'm going to give you a good gist of it there. It's not too spoilery, but um, that's not very twisty and turny, but there's a good mystery about it. You're following her character and what she's trying to figure out about herself and her past. So basically this girl, she uh, is a cannibal. Like she was just born with this, like basically genetic thing where you are a cannibal. You can smell other people who do it. You can smell people who are going to die soon that you can eat, blah, 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 blah. And so she ends up getting uh, left on her own. Her dad's like, listen, like this is as far as I can take you. You're 18 now. She ends up having an incident with a school friend where she bites her finger off. That's in the trailer. Um, And it's fucking gnarly. They don't hold back on anything. All practical effects, all very real and unflinching. Um, Yikes. So she's she's moving along, and what she's trying to find is her mom, because apparently her mom has been out of the picture, but she has something to do with this. And along the way, she meets uh, Timothy Chalamet, who's also, you know, has this cannibal thing. She gets mixed up with another guy who's kind of in the mix as well throughout the movie. And uh, you meet some real fucking scary people. And it just puts that kind of notion in there, be like, you don't know the people that are among you all the time. So interesting, uh, incredibly well done movie. Heartfelt, like I said, it was super well written. I wouldn't be surprised if some way, shape, or form there's some sort of Oscar nod for it. The acting's incredible, top to bottom. The story's great. Could be nominated for best adapted screenplay because it is based on a novel. Okay, and I'd love to see that if that happened. Um, definitely check it out. It's it's something way different and it is extremely satisfying and the ending is just a fucking gut punch. So okay. be ready right. for that. And Sounds there were good. enough horror elements you think to qualify it as like horror adjacent you think? Or, it's a horror. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is it kind of like let the right one in kind of vibes? Like kind of. Love story. It's but a like... lot. It reminded me of Natural Born Killers. Oh. If you want to yeah, put movie. that kind of horror spin on it. But not as like over the top. It, it takes itself very seriously. And the love story is the forefront of the film, okay. along with her traveling and finding her purpose. You know what I mean? So that coming of age type shit. Um, but it is brutally fucking violent. All right. And you watch them eat the fuck out of some stuff. Well, it's interesting that you said that because like, you never know who's around you. I did, there was a study that said four people are cancer. No. I don't. That's insane. No. Twenty five percent of the which meant that one of us no. could no, be. No. No. <laughs> Is that your way of crying out for help and telling us that you've been snacking on some people? Just a finger here. There. Just a finger here. There. That's how it starts. It's always a dead person's finger. That's how it starts, Andrew. That's how it starts. Then you get you get the taste. The smell, though. There are a couple really good like reveal scenes of like you get good payoffs of certain things and mm. they are like deeply disturbing. Okay. So I'm sounds sh- right up my alley. I'm sure if one of the four of us were cannibals, it probably would not be as artsy as this A24 offering from Luca Guadagino. Who no, also it's did not the, A24. Uh, it isn't. No. no, I would have thought for sure it was. It's MGM. MGM, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he directed the Suspiria remake, I believe, yes. right? I was thinking if uh, one one in the four of us were actually cannibals, we'd probably be like more like Charlie and Dee uh, after they consume <laughs> Frank's human meat in the uh, Mac and Dennis Manhunter. <laughs> If I was a cannibal, I'd be Sonic. more like Lecter. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Keontae and Fava Beans and such and such. Yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. So Bones and All, I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. And now, after hearing you say that, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. It's, it, it, it's like there's, it's, it's so crazy because it, you have this very sweet, beautiful love story. And it really is, like, touching and nice. And it's like, I have a soft spot for movies like that because it just, it gets to you. You know what I mean? But sure. that's juxtaposed with this insane fucking story notion that like these people fucking eat people yeah so it's it's almost a vampire-ish um but it's way more fucking brutal sounds awesome yeah does sound awesome cool anything else uh, and then we watched Shaun of the Dead last night. For oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I, I, the only other thing that I really watched this week, I haven't had a lot, like I said, I haven't had a lot of time. I, I did my uh, my comfort rewatch of uh, The Thing last night for nice. for a while, just uh, watching that bad boy. Because, uh, uh, yeah, it's just... It's just uh, so, watched a little so, bit of that so Saturday good. night, too. Yep. And then I was going to say, uh, Andrew, I know you uh, watched a couple episodes of Cabinet of Curiosities, among I probably a couple other I things, right? I took the two that you recommended, the viewing and uh, Pickman's model pickman's model yeah both very good both very different both very lovecraftian though I feel yes like. and, well i mean we basically the viewing are. was essentially like like you said it was like the thing like new age then yeah 
That movie that was wild. Yeah, there's a little bit. I like the music in it. The music was really yeah. good. Yeah, those one with the rock, like, right? That was one with the space rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. not to be confused with like Dwayne. <laughs> not Dwayne, 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 Dwayne the Yeah, he was not in that. He definitely wasn't in that. Yeah, Crispin Glover was awesome in Pickens Bottle. Pickens Bottle. That one was. It didn't even look like him. They must have done. He looked so young in that. It was really weird. It threw me off because you said he was in it, and I'm like, where is he? Yeah. And then I was like halfway through, and I'm like. That's fucking Crispin Glover. Yeah. Like, he definitely had the creepy vibes to him, but he, he just didn't he's, look... Because he's, he's got to be, what, 60-something? Got to be cl- got to be close, I would think. He looks like he was in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, he looked young. Threw me off. That, yeah. was, that one was... I like that one better than the other. Uh, Pickman's Bottle was awesome, and you want to talk about a gut punch of an ending. That is also a very big yeah. uh, punch to the gut, for sure. Um, but that has some of the most awesome Lovecraftian cosmic horror monster shit that I've ever seen in a, in a Lovecraft I like I like horror-themed so. things more when they're... Phantasm-ish? No. <laughs> like a period piece kind of thing going sure, on to it. It's a little sure. bit different because everything now is just like a new. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm mm. not going to lie. With that particular one, I more so when I, I saw the period piece element to it, I thought it was going to trend into like gothic horror, which is not my personal favorite subgenre of horror, but it went in a completely different direction yeah. and it was fucking awesome. I think it was my favorite episode of the entire thing. It was very creepy. Yeah, it was good. Very, it was very, very good. Uh, cool. Uh, what else? Did you watch anything else besides uh, besides those couple episodes? I mean, I watched Gladiator, but... Yeah, there you go. Oh, Nothing else. That movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. So good. Fantastic. The Russell Crowe movie? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like Friday. I was just like stuffing my face with DoorDash after eating a ton of food on Thursday and I was like, what can I fall asleep to and it won't matter? Mm-hmm. Like, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yes. And then I stayed up for the whole thing because I was well, like, yeah. I love this movie. Sounds like, so it sounds like a perfect <laughs> Black Friday. Like Shaw Queen Phoenix, sure. will you just die? <laughs> oh, my God. He's so good. Uh, Marcus. Cool. Cat, <laughs> uh, anything to report on? Besides this movie that we're about to talk about in a few short moments? Don't. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, why don't we uh, not waste any more time then? We can talk about this uh, latest offering that we're going to uh, break down in full detail here. And that is Pearl, uh, the second in a new trilogy of films from uh, director Ty West. And uh, you may remember that this is a prequel to X, which was also a 2022 release that we covered on a podcast episode uh, earlier this year. Right after the movie first came out. Um, So definitely I would say it's recommended that you watch X before this. But I wouldn't say that it's 100% necessary to watch X. I think these stories are separate enough that you can kind of watch one without seeing the other. I think it improves your viewing experience if you watch them both. Mm. Um, But uh, X, I liked i didn't love i know matt it is probably your favorite thing that's been released this year or up it's up, up there close to the top for right? sure so i know you were kind of chomping at the bit to see this movie and i knew that uh you would be very excited to talk about this so i guess in terms of you know i just think it's incredible that ty west not only shot both these movies at the same time but released them in the same year completely original story that is being turned into a essentially into a franchise. It's very rare to see that type of thing these days. So I give all sorts of credit uh, where credit is due for that mere fact alone, Uh, not to mention some of the other elements of this movie, which were excellent. Uh, But Matt, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, excellent. (laughs) Why don't you kick us off and uh, talk a little bit about Pearl and what you liked about it. If you did did like it, I don't mean to assume. I did very much like it. Yes, Um, yes, yes. I was so incredibly impressed with this movie. And I had extremely high expectations. So uh, it plays the... Everything about it is so fucking unique. And just... It's literally refreshing. Because it's like you're looking... It looks like you're watching The Wizard of Oz. In terms of the color, the... uh, The the, fonts on like... Every... Yeah, the the font. I think even down to the... uh, like, the camera dimensions, too. I think it's filmed... Like, you look at it, like, this looks... He has an incredibly impressive way of capturing what the, like, time period of the movie he's making, like, how he wants it to look, and he nails it every fucking time. Yeah. House of the Devil... House of the Devil looks, looks exactly like an 80s exactly like movie. an 80s movie. Yep. X, I rewatched it again after, and I, I got it on the Blu-ray. Nice big TV. Dude, it looks like a fucking set. It looks like you're watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does. Yeah, that was the biggest vibe that I got out of X was that this feels very much like, obviously it's influenced by, there's but it, almost like a spiritual sequel almost in a sense to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's almost shot you know? for shot like mirror images. 
Like, yeah. you have the girl in the short shorts, like, walking up to, like, the White House and the tall It's just, like, it was so fucking good. And this, even still, I'm like, this looks like I'm watching The Wizard of Oz yeah. just on a nice TV. Like, yeah. I'm like, the sound of music. <clears throat> yeah, it, it just has, it just has like, it, yeah, it had yeah, the fairy tale yeah. kind of. And so, basically, what this movie is about is it, it is Pearl. It is the um, older woman in X as a, I imagine she's got to be 18 years old. Yeah. 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 youngest so um and basically she's living on a farm with her german mother and her very ill father i don't know if he had a stroke or if he has he was from the pandemic that they had and he got from polio or something i don't know um so down. so actually i looked into this because i thought so obviously this was shot during covid and i thought it was a very interesting parallel that they yeah. incorporated masks. the yeah. mask element in a way that felt organic because I initially I was like, why the fuck is she wearing a mask? Like, come on, this is 1918, but there actually was a huge Not the flu, Spanish flu, huge right? influenza pandemic. Uh, in it was like between 1918 and was 1920 in in the United States. I'm not sure if it was the Spanish flu, but if you there was a flu, yeah, pandemic. there was there a flu some pandemic. Sort of thing, like, it was every like hundred years or something that happened. Yeah, so yeah. It, it made sense in the context of the story. You know, without without it being distracting, because I was like, is, are they just trying to like work in an angle that like they're you know overcoming COVID regulations, but no, it actually turns out that, that was not the case. So I thought that was interesting. Not yeah. to interrupt you. No, no, you're good. Um, but so she's living on this farm and yeah, her dad is, he's, he needs to help with absolutely everything and um, can't talk. He, he's kind of just like a vegetable um, to put it for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's on this farm. She wants to be a movie star. Her, her young marriage husband is away at world war one. Um, and she just has this urge to be a star. That's all she wants. And you, that's why I think it's very important to watch X before you watch this. Because you see Maxine's character having these same kind of thoughts. Hmm. Um, and it's just the, like, the, the difference between the two of them. They're so wide. But at the same time, they're fucking to a needle pin exactly the same. If that makes sense. You have Maxine who's doing porn. She's fucking railing lines of coke. She's just <laughs> living the rock star life. But she's like, I'm going to be a fucking star. And then you have Pearl who's just like, I just want to get the fuck away from this goddamn farm. Stop milking fucking cows and doing all this bullshit and be in movies. Because movies are brand new in 1918. Mm. But at the very middle of it, there's no good intentions between the two of them. Let's <laughs> not forget right. that she was doing drugs too during the movie. That's right. She's drinking the morphine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah. She was getting yeah. fucked up, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a whole different It was level. an okay, though, because they're like... Yeah. When she goes to the movie theater, yeah, and she takes a swig out of the bottle. That was a big swig. <laughs> that's why I was like, when she was dancing with the scarecrow, I was like, is that from the morphine? Or like, what yeah. Are you doing? yeah. Um, so it is... Great scene, by the way. It's <laughs> this whole buildup of um, her, and then ultimately, like, her mother doesn't... She's like, shut the fuck up, and like, yeah. go shovel pig shit. Yeah. And, you know, it builds and builds and builds until she finally snaps. And when she snaps, that's where the movie hits its fucking... You're, you're on the highway now. Like, yeah. and there's... You have a cinder block on the gas pedal. And it does not fucking stop. And it doesn't take long to get there. And you are anxiously waiting for it to get there. Yeah. And you know it pays off you when it does. You know it's coming, yeah. for sure. And there's great kills. There's that whole fucking alligator bit. And oh, yeah. that is mm -hmm. fucking wild. And then as it just keeps going, it just gets crazier and crazier all the way up until it comes to a full head where Mia Goth delivers a 10-minute monologue at the last probably 15 minutes of the movie. And it was stunning. Yeah. Easily worthy of giving awards to and just noting. And when you consider what she's already done with X and then you add this element to Because she's playing fucking... It's all one person. Right. Yeah. Universally... This Maxine character, Pearl old, Pearl young. Yeah. The heart is one. You know what I mean? So having this monologue come in was unbelievable. And I could not believe they pulled off what they did making this movie in such a short amount of time. Writing it off the back of their fucking hand, basically, right after making X because they had an extra two weeks. Yeah. And they did it. And I was blown the fuck away. And then the whole movie kicks off. The husband comes home. The movie, and then she 
sits the whole fucking crowd. Oh, that's so that that's, yes. that's, that's not a shot. Yeah. That's not a freeze oh. frame. No, no it's no, definitely no, her. Not, just no. because you can see her eyes welling up. And yeah. You get it. So I watched it for like a solid minute and a half. And I was like, okay, I'm turning this off. So, <laughs> so, okay. we'll so I, I watched I, the whole thing. I looked into this. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so that deranged smile scene that carries on through the end credits that was actually unplanned. Uh, so basically, she did that smile, held it, and Ty West, the director, refused to call cut. So basically what you're seeing is is her struggling to actually hold that smile for however long it actually goes on. It just eventually like becomes more minutes. and more oh, yeah. strained. She starts crying, and then she even starts like shaking her head. So that head. means that was like natural crying. Like, like, yeah, like giving, like giving Ty West the like a signal like, hey, cut this fucking scene. Before I cut it? And I thought it was the... I mean, there were some really good scenes. I thought that was the most unsettling scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. And it plays over the end credits, which is... With like wild. this wild, like yeah. fucking tune bop, like fucking music, and that's just Dude. like holy shit, like yeah. show tunes music. I guess my my this is my way of saying that Mia Goth is just an absolute live wire in this fucking movie. She is yeah. incredible. Um, up there with Tony Collette and Hereditary, Lupita Nyong'o and Us. I think in some of the more memorable standout. Uh, leading lady performances in horror movies over the last several years. Not even leading lady, uh, horror performances in general. Yeah. You know, up there, like, I I, saw, I, I lump Pattinson and Defoe from The Lighthouse still in that category as well because they're both fantastic in that, but she is just outstanding in this movie. Now, batshit crazy. She won't get nominated for an Oscar. No. She should. Yeah. An incredible, incredible performance. So... Yeah, I just, I, I thought this was, uh, I think I liked this movie better than I liked X. It's hard for me to decide because they're so different. And like I said, but that's the thing. Like, he had this fascinating way of making two things that were so different, but so fucking exactly the same. Mm. Uh, and I, I'm having, like, a hard time trying to describe that. But that's, like, also the universal thing with Mia Goth's series of characters that she created. It's like, they have yeah. the same fucking, it's the same thing. But they're just fucking different people. And it's unbelievable how well she pulled it off. But that whole thing, the way that whole end scene played oh. out mm. was awesome. Like, yeah. I would have probably fucking stood up and cheered in the theater if I yeah. saw it in theaters. And I think I think you can see, obviously, how invested she is in this character. And I think the fact that... Um, so X was written and directed by Ty West. This movie was co-written by Mia Goth mm-hmm. and Ty West. Directed by Ty West. So I think the ability for her to co-write this movie and incorporate elements of her character that she thought would fit, I think is a refreshing thing, and that's awesome that she was able to do that. So The desperation to be an actress. Right. Like you wonder if she like was at that point sure. in her life. She very well may have so. been, but she's a very talented actress, so I mm-hmm. could I can imagine that she probably didn't struggle as much as Pearl did. So um, <laughs> probably not. One of the one of the more uh, interesting I things that I was thinking about the entire time. <laughs> um, so what was I gonna say? Uh the two influences, I, I, so I guess Ty West's two biggest influences on, like, you know, in, in terms of thinking about this movie. We already mentioned The Wizard of Oz. Mary Poppins was another one that I've seen in, like, written out in articles that he was inspired by that. So, Kat, knowing how big of a Wizard of Oz fan that you are, I was really <laughs> thinking that you were going to like this movie quite a bit. So, um, yep, ha- I, I know you have the original book upstairs. There's a Wizard of Oz poster and down here that has... What, how, that's the first, what, however the many chapters? first chap- 13 chapters. First 13 chapters yeah. that is uh, basically turned wow. into an art piece, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so if you look, there's little letters. Like, they oh, yeah, no, I've seen yeah. the letters. So yeah. safe to say that you are a very big fan of the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah, so and that's drawing correct. those comparisons, I would think that this would be a movie that would be tailor-made for you. So what did you think of Pearl? So I liked it. Moving on. Dramatic so, pause. No, dramatic pause. No, mm-hmm. um, I liked it. I liked the way it was shot. I liked the way that like Matt said of all the different like elements like that had to do deal with like Wizard of Oz ish kind of things. Um I think I liked it better than X, but then hearing you talk about X, now I'm kinda like, I kinda wanna go back and watch it again. Because I feel like I need to give it another chance. Cause I feel like I immediately was like, that movie was terrible. Right off the bat, you didn't now, like it at all. No, no, no. It's understandable. I didn't get it. I don't. I don't know. I didn't get the appeal. This for me was like such a slow burn. Like I watched the first half of it, and Mike was like, "How's Pearl?" And I'm like, "I don't think this is a horror movie. Like I don't really understand how this is really like 
gonna go? Yeah. How? The, where is this going? Like, I don't understand. It's just like her whole backstory and this, that, and whatever. I'm like, yeah, she's in a sh- shit situation in her family and this, that, and whatever. But then, like, what Matt said, like, it picks up and it just, like, goes. But, yeah, I was kind of like, I feel more like it's just, like, a sad story about a girl that mm-hmm. just doesn't see any other way out than and has, like, mental problems. It's just, like, I'm like, I feel bad for her. You do feel for the character, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's why that monologue is so fucking powerful. Right. Because you're like, this poor fucking girl. Yeah. And she's like, you see her just like, the reality that she's in yeah. is gone. Yeah. She's talking to her husband in that moment. Right. Completely. And you can just tell, like, the girl sitting at the table, which is her sister-in-law. Yeah. Is like, poor girl. like what okay, whoa. Fuck? She's confessing all these people that she just fucking killed. It's like, dude, like, holy shit. I feel like I was waiting for the camera to pan over to her to see her expression, and it never did. It just, like, stayed on. This is one on long shot. the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first time we saw, like, the, st- uh, the sister-in-law, I thought it was going to be something to do with her, but it was going to be on the other end where, like, she betrayed her. Like, the sister-in-law, like, was being all fake nice yeah. to her and everything, and she was going to, like, be the reason that she, her, like, the switch went off. Yeah. Because she was, like, fake nice. I didn't see what was coming coming until then I until it was happening, and then I was like, this is where this is going. Yeah. It was, it was, it was nice, because I, I thought I was going to just play that, like, basic trope of like everybody's against me right but she wasn't against her she was 100 percent for her and she just yeah. was like i don't care <laughs> literally there, were, there i don't think there was a single scene in this whole entire movie that after it ended i wasn't looking at mia goth's performance and i like every single scene i was like that was brilliant <laughs> like her her audition that she does. That was great too. The getting yeah. dragged out of the audition at the end, yeah. and then just every single dude when she fucking screams at that guy, the the film projector guy. Yeah. Oh, I was like, holy fuck, dude! Oh, like yeah. after she, she was on her fucking cocaine it. high, talking to the animals, like this is fucking Billy and this is mm. Charlie and I. Uh, what you, yeah, just you, manic. Yeah. Yeah. Not like me. Yeah. What did I do? What did I do? Crazy. Uh, I don't know what you did, but there's maggots on a pig outside your house. Yeah. And your dad looks <laughs> like that. he wants to like murder someone or yes. get it's away. It's like a symbol of like eating away at. Yeah. yeah. You're trying that's to. A, yeah, that's you're that's trying a good to, thought. Yeah. That that could just be the eating away rotting of her rotting reality her, and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. That's also a good good parallel. So let's let's pause for a second here. Talk about that that monologue for a second here. Okay. Okay. So it goes on for seven minutes and fifty seven seconds. Wow. There are 17 shots, and the last shot goes uncut for 5 minutes and 36 seconds. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty just mem- just, just, impressive. Just yeah. memorizing that alone is impressive. Yeah. She wrote it. Yeah, she did write it. So. <laughs> well, then she should be able to memorize it. I would still have trouble memorizing something yeah. I wrote. I mean, speaking, speaking that long, uninterrupted, like without forgetting your lines, that's an, an incredible feat. To accomplish. This is just to show how good some people are at just getting into character, pretending to be somebody else. And I'm sure pretending she, to talk she to probably fucked up exist. a word or here there, but <laughs> yeah. it was so irrelevant that it doesn't. Couldn't matter. even tell. Yeah, she probably just yeah, point, yeah. Too. You're probably right. Um, I've heard this movie compared, uh, or or actually like called, and I feel like that's this is almost doing it a disservice. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie or your thoughts on it, but almost like a female centric version of. Uh, the Joker movie with Todd oh. Phillips and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. So I will say that characters one of, that was what I was going to say. Yeah. Like one of my biggest things after we walked out of X or we stopped walking because I wasn't the biggest fan of. It. I was like, well, I would have liked to fucking know what was up with fucking this old lady, and then now come you know see. I was like, oh, lady, yeah. there's a backstory to it, and I think that's why I like this movie a hundred percent more than the first one, because not only is it, it's very rare that an actor. You can call actors. All yeah, actors. that's what I yeah. think they all an like actor. to be called. You can, yeah. you can, it's very rare that you can find an actor that has the fucking chops or the capability to basically just take a movie and make it them. Like, I think that's why this movie was so much better than X, was it cut out the riffraff. You didn't have all those stupid side actors that bothered me and the other ones. Like, this was like, it was pretty much just her mm-hmm. in the entire movie, and it was just engrossing to watch like she was so I, good i think there's only like five or six actors aside from like the extras like, and they were all in the other one right like, too they were all six, in like pretty main. much an x most of them i think there's one the projectionist or two must two different people it was the projectionist in the first one I don't know. johnny when she was like across the car yeah <laughs> i'm not sure yeah, I, yeah, what did she say she's, she's like oh what johnny just like laughed yeah. And I was like, that poor guy didn't know what was happening. But yeah, he, also, a, he was also a piece of shit trying to get her into smut films. He was yeah. a prick. So, yeah. yeah. 
definitely trying to they were all unlikable but at the same point in time you felt bad for him which is what made the movie really good is because you were like Am I upset that this person died? Kind of, but am I? Kind of, but he's am I rooting for her? Shit. But she's yeah. a piece of shit too. Right. Like, yeah, she's a fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah, but it was like they did a good job of just like making it very difficult to root or not root for someone else. Well, she they did a good job of making her character as fucking crazy and just brutal as she was. You you're you're sympathetic towards her, right? You you know what I mean? Like you mm. you're you're almost you like it's weirdly enough you're almost on her side, but yeah. for. Not even for her sake. It's like for like everybody else's sake. Right. <laughs> right. You you literally actually it, during her monologue, you you go through the entire movie. You go through the same emotions she's going through in the monologue. Because initially you're like, I hate the mom. The mom's a bit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like as the movie's going on, you're like, she's really not. Like she's just trying to make she's the best of the best awful that situation. Can. Like yeah. when, when she gets home, she's crying in her bedroom. And then, I mean, the only person you feel bad through throughout the movie is the poor dad. Oh my I god! I feel bad for both of them. Like yeah. the mom too. It's like she's, she's dealing she with this. A, she's yeah. got this whole farm, and she's doing and everything like, she can. And she's yeah. like, "This is my stupid daughter just wants yeah. to dance." Daughter's, and sing. you know, killing geese and having sex with scarecrows. And, you know, <laughs> that was around. a very awkward that movie. scarecrow yeah. scene was, in, yeah, that was that was wild. <laughs> I was really That's hoping like the, though. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was really hoping that she was going to push her dad into the to, uh, to the alligator. She was thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it was Big close. Time. I was like, when that happened, I thought she was going to let the mom get in front and then just push them both in. I was like, oh, I kind of want that. She gets it right. either way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the that scarecrow scene was the most like in your face thing. Like, hey, just so you know, we're inspired by Wizard of Oz a little bit here. Here's a scarecrow. Except uh, Dorothy doesn't <laughs> fuck the scarecrow. Yes, yeah, that's correct. That is true. <laughs> but that I think that was kind of like. A great way of being like, "Hey, here's your fucking warning. Mm. Like this movie's gonna get out of Weird. control yeah. real fucking quick. So like, now's your chance to bail." It's like, it's like, it's like Ty West is almost like looking at the camera, being like, "Hey, you ever seen Return to Oz? You thought that movie I was fucked up? Uh, hold my beer. Yeah. Watch this. All right. Now imagine so. Dorothy bangs all of them. Yeah. Imagine Dorothy ha- gets into a gangbang with all of them, and then kills them all afterwards. Chops them up and Jesus. feeds them to an alligator. How about that? So yeah, wild, wild movie <laughs> for sure. Definitely a wild. To be movie. fair, that's not. So, uh, wow. so, so, Cat. I'm sorry. Just to, to close the loop on this. So you sounds like you liked it, didn't love it, right? Um, no, I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Andrew, I know you said you like this better than X. Oh, I, and I thought I not even just because I didn't like X that much. Like this yeah. is a great movie. Okay, so I have to be I have to be honest too. I walking out of X, I didn't like. I was a little disappointed, and I feel like this is a, X like Barbarian. The more distance I've had between initially seeing it and then thinking about it a little bit of time, I've I've grown to appreciate it a little bit more for what it was. So I definitely do want to rewatch X now that I've seen this. Have Um, you not rewatched it yet? Not yet. No, so I'm I'm going to do it soon. I liked X, and when I watched it again after yeah. Pearl, I was like, "Fuck!" All right, yeah. okay. <laughs> this movie rocks. I so, think, Andrew, you think this change. was a, you? So, you you really like this movie? Well, I think that there's a huge difference. Is my appreciation for Mia Goth has gone from I thought she was trash in X and annoying and bothered me to I'm still hot. One of the f- <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really find her attractive. Really, no. Mrs. Shia LaBeouf, by the way. Yeah, she just had a baby with Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Uh, Is she like a child of any actors? I'm not sure. She's got she a has crazy like a name. look to her yeah. that's like like her full name's like it's like six names. It's me or really? my really? and Galvez. She yeah. looks like um she if, looks if like she, she looks like if she had uh you know, gotten some of the roles that Rose McGowan got in the '90s that she would have been like arm candy for Marilyn Manson at the VMAs. Like she has that uh, look to that. her. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can put Rose McGowan in the same. Well, Rose McGowan <laughs> obviously me. Mia Goth is a better actress, but I mean, I feel yes. like they. I feel like her name alone. Her name is Mia Goth. I don't, like, Mia Goth right? I don't think Rose McGowan's that weird. It's that pouty name. face, dude. She's she's just cute. She's cute, but she's also I, she's just insane looking. So now, yeah, because like, she's just always. I feel like she would like. That smells like burned in her head now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could. I'd look at it like I. I, I would be very hard. Like if someone. It's like, like the almost like no eyebrows mm-hmm. look too. Yeah, like you're just, like she just something can, unnatural. I just feel like she's naturally insane because like you can't just flip a switch like that and not. There's got to be a couple oh. screws just <laughs> hanging off there. I mean, like, I, she, I feel like the... Co- yeah, she or she's just be. a phenomenal... How old yeah. is she? 20. Yeah, she's, she's like got to be yeah. like my age, I think. That, see, you know, she's going to... She'll get her fucking award at her some flowers. point. flowers. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. will at some point. She she'll should. do some she she mainstream movie or horror will hit a different mm. echelon. 
Who's to say that now. she doesn't get it for this? Why? You never know. Why was she ever so negative about do we, it? Do we know? I don't even watch the awards, so. so. If Tony Tony Collette didn't at least get nominated for Hereditary, then I mean, but how that's long a very take? high bar to clear. Yeah. But people are starting to shit on the Oscars a little more. Deservedly well, yeah, so. First off, yeah. who gives a fucks? fuck what anybody of the, those people think? Yeah. So, like I was saying, yes. She'll win a Chainsaw she, Award. Which, again, which she, is why why it's funny thinking about all those stuffy, stuffed shirts fucking having to watch Terrifier 2 because it was submitted for an Oscar. It fucking makes my day. She's up there with, like, Florence Pugh now as, like, one of the greatest. I love Florence I, com- I forgot about Florence Pugh and, uh, yeah, her and Midsommar. I feel like that's also going to be She was good in Don't Worry Darling, yeah. too. Okay. All right. Actually, very good. I thought it was also funny, like, to watch the projectionist go through in his head, like, hey, this chick's kind of weird. She's pretty hot. She wants to bang me. I'm going to try and see if I can get her to go be in stag films. And then when he goes home with her, he's like, okay, I have crossed over into an entire yeah. new <laughs> threshold of crazy. And her a I am in country big bumpkin. fucking trouble yeah. here. So. That reminded me of when I went and picked up that girl down in like Fall River and then I uh, <laughs> left her at a fucking couple of farms. <laughs> it's tough. Fucking... That's what was going to happen. That, see, that's why you just leave sometimes. <laughs> that's because yeah, if yeah, I yeah. didn't leave, I probably would have ended up like the projectionist. You're getting right. your yeah. foot cut off with a piano <laughs> yes. wire. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I've seen Audition. The acting was awesome in this movie. And the dad, yeah. I feel like he was like a bigger, like, I feel like I've seen him in a bunch of stuff too. Like, even though he didn't really act, he just he had, had a like, very normal yeah. role, yeah. It was very weird though that she was bathing in front of him. That was all. It just further brings in her. She just is fucking out of her mind. And she's just telling her dad all well, his secrets, and he's probably like, in his mind, like, this girl's fucking nuts. Well, scared. I like, see him just, like, yeah. breathing heavier and yeah, heavier yeah. and heavier. In between, you know, her character as an older woman in X and her character in this movie, she is just a crazy horny person. Crazy well, sexual. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So just Some sort of deviant. Yeah. Yeah, well, for a moment there, I thought she was gonna like help the mom because she's like burning on fire and she douses put her, her off. Boiling and water. then she's yeah, like, right? yeah. "Oh, that <laughs> was that." <laughs> That's but she did it in a way that it was like, "I'm helping you." Yeah, yeah. And I then mean, she just she, drags her down the stairs, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, you're not." Yeah, that's no okay. Like I, I feel, I feel like that detail about though about the bathing in front of the dad. I feel like that was put in there intentionally, like almost oh, as like, a sexually promiscuous yeah. thing. Like she was like Henry, her, the portrait of a serial killer. Yeah, I just like yeah, I just I got a lot of Henry vibes in this movie. It was very a lot of uncomfortable scenes, mm-hmm. but very good. Like, I also think that's the other thing too. Like when I watched X, I had high expectations. Didn't when I heard Pearls coming out, I was like, I have zero expectations. And then I was like, See, I feel like that is a big element, right? If you are just being told and you know barraged with the fact that oh, this is the the, and I feel like that is that that in and of itself is an issue these days. Is that everything is either the best thing ever. Or sucks. the best movie yeah. that you've the best movie since this movie, some classic, or it's either an absolute piece of hot garbage, according to some of these critics. And that's the the time we live in with social media, right? Like you have a lot of people, more people able to express their opinions, <laughs> right? But I feel like that was the issue with X for me is that I was like, whoa, this is this is going to be good. This is going to like I, this. That's always been my issue, like with a movie like The Conjuring. I didn't really like that much the first time I saw it because I was told that it was the scariest movie since The Exorcist. And I walked out of the theater and I was like, that was not that scary at all. It was so hyped up. Yeah, and I I feel like now, again, that I've seen it a couple more times and my expectations weren't as high, it has, you know, um, my my harshness towards it has waned a little bit. So I feel like that's just an issue that I constantly have. So I just need to stop paying attention to what people have to say about things and just uh, go in with my... Excuse me, my mind open. You should make your own, like, That's what I've been fish. trying to do, too. Yeah. Right? And I, I also like the fact, too, that, like, I didn't realize Pearl was, like, Dr. Do- deranged Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> She's, like, talking to the animals. She's, yeah. like, the, the alligator, like, just listens to her. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, What's the alligator's feet? name, too? Thesa? Oh. Theta? 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 And it just comes, like, hey, awesome. and then yeah. it just yeah. takes one of its eggs. Huge, fucking that, why is that alligator like anymore? That crushed one of the eggs. That was wild. Yeah, Where is this take place? Where does this take place? That's going to be Texas. 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 Okay. Yep. I thought it was New Orleans, too. I'm, I'm uh, all shot. All, so, I mean, I think it's, it's essentially supposed to be, like, in the, like, in the, in the, like, on, like, the Texas, Louisiana coast area type thing. Because you have to, like, this is not west. Why did they shoot it there? That's so expensive, isn't it? Oh, because of COVID. COVID, yeah. But so this is not supposed to be West Texas where there's no alligators. This is clearly supposed to be like Gulf Swampy of Mexico. Texas. Yeah, like Swampy so it could Texas. be. It might yeah. as well be Swampy Texas. Yeah. Swampy Texas. Yeah. Because I was like, where is there a farm and alli- alligators? In, like, in the alligator same... land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where does <laughs> on this the coast? Take place? I mean, there's 
But yeah, but, but a corn farm. Yeah. On I, the swamp, that doesn't seem right. Right, hey, that's what I mean. I know. Because so you're movie, like, I never even movie, thought about that until you said what that. What are you, both farmers? Right? <laughs> Come on. I'm as much as a farmer as Mia Goth is. <laughs> All right, cool. Before we continue this conversation on Pearl, why don't we pause a quick 90 seconds for a little word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with some more information to drop right in your face. It's official. The critic's decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-838-0200. That's 508-838-0200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-838-0200. It's America's horror theme park. Spooky World. Be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Bethel. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's a killer this year. Then be next door to the Abington Airhouse. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back. We back, baby. Uh, yeah. So I know we kind of we just did this last week because we just talked about smile oh, and I can't where. Do this again. Yeah. So I was gonna say. So I guess <laughs> it's top five. Garbage, Firestarter, Texas Chainsaw Master, Black Phone. All right. Better or worse than Smile? Better. Andrew, I like Smile better. Cat, uh, I don't. I don't like saying worse in that situation because mm. I'm like it's not worse. Um, I'm gonna go with Smile. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna let the recency bias kick in. I think I, I slightly preferred Smile. I just think it was scary. Yeah. So and I guess so obviously. So let's get the big one out of the way. Uh, X or Pearl? Pearl? I know you like Pearl better, Andrew. Is it Pearl too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I like Pearl way. Better. I'm just. Gonna, I think Pearl's better Pearl also. Better, yeah. Pearl. I'm okay. just gonna get ahead of it. And I'm just gonna say that in my opinion, this is the best made horror movie. Okay. Front to back. All right. So you like it more than Barbarian? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I like it more than Barbarian. More than men. I'm saying, Andrew? I'm saying, like better made movie. Yeah, yeah. it was very well it's made. The best. Movie. It was very well yeah. written. Yeah, it's not my necessarily my favorite. Favorite. Yeah. See, but that's the thing. I, I, think, I think I still like men better. Okay. Men's better. Nope or Pearl. Pearl. Nope. I still like Nope better. I think. I did rewatch Nope, and I really I did say it. Went, yeah. You know what I've been watching a bunch of now. <laughs> speaking of Nope, it's on Netflix. Game Peel. Oh my god, I forgot how fucking. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. The show is awesome. so good. Yeah. I was like, die. I wa- that's what I watched mostly yeah. this weekend. I watched like the football seasons. name skits <laughs> are the <laughs> funniest. Fuck that and then the uh, substitute teacher. Yeah. One. But okay. there was also one. Oh, oh, the substitute so, teacher one. So awesome. you know what we have to do oh. for next Halloween is they have like a whole Halloween episode, and it's awesome. It's like one. Um, Keegan Michael Key dresses up as uh, Michael Jackson for a Halloween party, and he just gets there and he's just like, and he's just doing it for like five minutes, and the, the host is like, "Yeah, I get it. You're uh, you're you're Michael Jackson." He's like, "Yeah, you know, everyone did this three years ago when he died." And he's like, "He died," and he's just like, got so upset. It was so funny. I fucking loved it. We need to watch that for next Halloween. It was right. hilarious. Fair enough. I'm always looking for fel- for uh, Halloween specials to uh, put on the docket for next Halloween. It's never too early, folks. Never too early. Um, all right, so Andrew, you said this movie's top five for you. This is uh, probably top for you, Matt. I think this is probably in, within, again, my top five range. I, we need to narrow down our lists for we're getting into December. We're, we're going to have to start uh, Email preparing for our year-end year episode. Cat, uh, closer to the top or to the bottom for you? It sounds like you're, you've been the most lukewarm uh, on this movie, which is surprising to me because I thought uh, that you would love this. I did, too. I yeah. mean, I, I liked... I figured you'd be like, oh yeah, go get him, bitch. I like some of the elements. I think it was good. Um, it definitely, I like this better than X. Did I love it? I don't know if I loved it. But are there are there any one like how how many how many movies do you think you far and away thought were way better than that this way year? Way better. So like, no, smile, probably smile and note for you, right? Scream. No, this was better than Scream. Okay, I was going to yeah. say, if you said Scream, then we could just stop talking about yeah. this. Choose or die, though. I mean... If you say choose or die... sleep it on choose or die. <laughs> no, <laughs> one, Kat, no one is watching that. Ever. Yeah, yeah, right. 
there are, cat. There are like three things in this life that I know. It's death, taxes, and I'm not watching it's that. It's like Bandersnatch. It's awesome. It's not like Bandersnatch. Yes, it Stop is. it. <laughs> I haven't even seen what Choose or Die, but I know it's not like Bandersnatch. Stop it. Cat, Terrifier 2 or Pearl? Oh, that's so easy. It's definitely terrifying. Um, it's the fact that it's close for you. You like Terrifier 2 more. Probably. <laughs> the proxim. I think yeah. I like Pearl better. Okay. Now you're. Uh, now See, I, even know. I like Terrifier two. They're different. They're so different. I Very like, much. So. I would. I would gravitate towards Terrifier two more. But I think Pearl is a better movie. Yeah. It's, it, like, it's that's what I was saying. Is I think of the movies that have come out, Pearl is the best. It's one. phenomenal. You're allowed to phenomenally like something written. Better. It, the yeah, writing is phenomenal. Tech, the acting is yeah. phenomenal. The visuals are phenomenal. Yeah. But I'll, I'll take the cheesy fucking. I mean, like I've, I've. See, that's what it comes down to. This is a better movie. Yeah. I've. If you just were saying, what's a better movie? Not what's your favorite movie. That's a different list. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I, I have very very freely admitted that I think VHS 99 is one of my favorite movies of the year. While I know that there are probably four or five technically yeah. better made horror movies this year. I'm not a technical oh, hey, guy. I, you know, I watched that since we last talked. Oh, oh, oh so okay. Did. Yeah. What did you think? It was sick. Dude, I told Dude, you, man. There, it was fucked up. Yeah. Like, there was uh, VHS 99. Uh, uh, There's two segments in it that I was real fucking fucked up about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The um, sorority one. The sorority one was awesome yeah. that was great they were all that awesome that scared me though i was like oh man what a whore like when they go back and the grave is just filled with water and the girl's yeah. like i'm gonna fucking oh up. Yeah, yes yeah. That i was like dude like you just know she's dead that was like, the that was like, the scariest one I that think. one gave me like creep show vibes yeah very yeah. much so and then the um what is it called ozzy's uh ozzy's dungeon yeah, Woof, man. dude. No, no well, they, they, well, no. I'm. I like. I liked it, but uh, it was just, I was just checking Mike's pants to see if he had a boner. Or <laughs> I was like, dude. They kept sh- when they kept showing the girl breaking her leg over and over and yeah, over again. Was I was nasty. like, dude, what the fuck? Oof. And then when like you like kind of like it changes gears and you see what happens. She's like, look what you did to my daughter's leg. And it's like, dude, like, did you try to fix it? No, like, they clearly it's didn't. It's like rotting <laughs> off of her body. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah. yeah, I thought the the strongest segments were Ozzy's dungeon and then the. Um, the last one to Helen back with the uh, oh, oh my the, god the, that, that was a good the one dead, the, the dead the dead the stream guy yeah. yeah I actually I actually think I like that segment better than dead stream the whole movie it was wild yeah and I thought it was a lot funnier than dead stream and then they come I I, I did like the payoff at the end they yeah. come back and they just get fucking waxed yeah. <laughs> so you know how we did like Janthology last year yes what if we did a four week countdown each week you pick it's like. 10 through 6 your favorite segments and then the next week you like and you do like segment based of like any anthologies yeah that might mm. be intense so it's just okay. basically horror shorts yeah horror, like your favorite horror shorts yeah that would be a lot of work it's an interesting yeah. idea but it's also, a lot of content to a lot of go content through. to go through so. but everything wouldn't be as long so it wouldn't necessarily be as much of a time commitment so watch just saying. But it's just you have a lot of things. Like, a lot of things there's to so consider. Many, I've said this, I've said this so many before segments. about watching horror anthologies. Like, I have this thing where it's like now every time you get through one, it's like, all right, now you got to fucking start over. Mm. And you got to get yeah. through, like, the little bit. It's like it, watching yeah. a, uh, a season a of television. Yeah. I'm like, I... But I can do it with, like, <laughs> if it's, like, four segments, I can do it. And if I get into it, I got to get into it, like, real fast. Yeah. Okay. Don't fuck around with All me. Right. Don't play coy. Just give me a dick on, yeah. like real hard. We can figure out Janthology <laughs> this year. I think. I think we. I think we should continue. Uh, we should continue Janthology. Janthology I love that idea. Now that Matt's. Now that Matt's on board. Uh, he wasn't here last January. I yeah, think it would be. Here. Yeah. We have awesome. to go through what we did last year. Yes. And then so we did Southbound. Body, Southbound. Body bags. Body bags. Uh, XX. Mm, Twilight's own the, the movie. One? That's the that one's really good. One. You seen that one? Yeah. It was good. Yeah, so we, there's obviously there's a million anthology movies. To Just from. I can think I, I can think of a couple right now. That scare package on Finn, uh, on, on uh, Shutter. I package. guess is really good. I haven't watched it yet, but there is a scare package two coming out. I saw that. There's also uh, a one that tells Halloween. Um, it's curates or yeah. just like. He's the host. He's the host. <laughs> the crypt keeper. Um, also, what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, the Mortuary Collection. That's mm-hmm. on Shutter right now. I've heard good things about that. What about as well. the ABCs of. Uh, those are fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah, those are some of those are really fucking strange. Yeah. Would you so would you count like Showtime's Master of Horror? 
I think that that counts. Some of those well, are really you, fucking if you good do, too. If you do that, you I think you have to throw in like the Creep Show TV series. We did Tales yeah. from the Dark Tales Side. from the Crypt, Tales from yeah. the Dark Side. I, absolutely, I feel like all those you got to go throw in. Cabinet of Curiosities. This might be this, thing, yeah, this might be like. Oh really man, difficult. we just open a can. You are opening a worms. can of worms. I think, <laughs> like, I think if we do right? favorite segments, we got to do it like a year from now because there's way too many. Mm. Okay. We all right. Well, unless we do them like, what if we do it like? A chunk here, a chunk there, a chunk there. You know what I mean? Kind of throughout the like year. Deck, like 80 to 85, or whatever it is, like 1985. Yeah. Well, there's 90. only so much. No, yeah. I know, but that makes it a little easier to pick from because you'd well, be like, I gotta watch one these. Creep show segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <you gotta laughs> right? These right. ones and then go to that. And Andrew's already calling, well, you do have calling, calling dibs on the raft. Dude, uh, you're talking about the one with Martin Freeman? Did you see that movie? The 1981. Oh, no, I'm talking about the movie. That's a great anthology. What is that one? Uh, ghost, ghost stories. stories. Yeah, the one with Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Fucking terrifying. Awesome. That awesome was awesome. Movie. Uh, uh, so underrated. That we should cover in Janthology this year. Yes. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just about okay. to say the same thing. All right, I'm hanging out too long. Uh, let's see. So now that we went off, we the, went rails. off the rails, Poil. Pearl. <laughs> I'm like McPoyle. McPoyle, Poil, baby, Poil. Mike's apparently Jewish now. Poil. <laughs> The same reason okay? everyone's here Can tonight. <laughs> Love. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Ryan! God, I love the McPoyles. I mean, one eye is pretty badass. It's not badass. I have no death perception. <laughs> Bird law. It's like most episodes. Always sunny. Should uh, we do an always... You will call her. You will call her! You will call her! her! <laughs> you better stop breaking bricks, wet nips. <laughs> Jimmy Simpson, man. Yeah, that guy rocks. Great. Uh, and it's so funny the, the whole story of like how he actually came to be on that show. He just happened to be Charlie Kelly's roommate, or, mm-hmm. or Charlie uh, uh, Charlie Day's roommate. He's like just training to be the. I think I think he went to like Juilliard to be like this yeah. serious actor, <laughs> and he's fucking playing one of the McPoyles. I mean, it's sorry. Look at Danny DeVito. He did all these fantastic movies, and he's like, you know what? Yes. Well, he also did Twins. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, so Pearl. So Pearl. All right. Anything else on Pearl? I don't know if it's Anything a pearl we didn't talk or if it's about. just a diamond. I know, and so I know. We, so this at least deserves to be mentioned. So this is just I feel it makes this feat, this filmmaking accomplishment, even more incredible. The fact. So we mentioned that this is co-written by Ty West and Mia Goff. They collaborate on the on the script uh, via FaceTime. Matt, wow. you talked about this during a mandatory two-week quarantine due to COVID in New Zealand yep. prior to filming X. Uh, they only hoped that A24 would greenlight this project, and it was actually greenlit before they even started filming. X, which I, I think speaks to the the depth of confidence that A24 had in the fact that this is going to be a success, that X was going to be a success, and that Pearl was going to be a success. That's pretty incredible. I feel like that's rare these days. And the kind of movies like A24 puts out, it's like they don't give a fuck, dude. Like yeah. they will, if they like it, they no like matter it. as long as it's good, you gotta respect and it's it. Gripping, they they, they they they'll let you get away with whatever you want. They're like, you know, we we like it. Let's do it. You want to yeah. have this this crazy movie about uh, spousal abuse and divorce and mm-hmm. separation, and then you want to have a guy give birth to himself five times in a row? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. we're in. Like, we're in. <laughs> they know how fucked we all are, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right. these weirdos would like that. Like, yep, I love it. We should do an A24 draft at some point. That would talk be a fun draft. We There's talked about not that. enough That's, horror. Yeah. I thought we were going to do like an A24 versus... Blumhouse type not, thing. It, it, it can't be Blumhouse. Or uh, what's what's so actually that that's that we could do like we could do like Lionsgate like go like what you could do is production company draft Mm. and then you kind of like pick your fucking team through that yeah all right so what we could do is we could like draw straws and you get like boom okay I got Paramount now I gotta pick my fucking eight movies I got worms you know I got worms new Uh, line (laughs) yeah. Yep. You know okay. I mean? So we could do that. Blumhouse. So. Uh, what's James Wan's production company? Which actually, there was talk that James Wan's production company was going to merge with Blumhouse. Twisted Picture? No. No, that's uh, um, Ghost House. I don't know. Oh, I I think it's Ghost House. Yeah, with like the. Hmm, think the yeah, it might be. Yeah. Right. Dark that's House. A, Lionsgate. That's a Don't very Lionsgate. yeah Lionsgate. <laughs> that's a very. It's all like Eli Roth movies, though. Interesting idea. Okay. All right. I I like that. Maybe we can talk about that a little further. Dude, maybe yeah. we could do. We could use um. 
Fangoria's, uh, they had like four times. Fangoria could be in the, uh, yeah, there's uh, four movies. I know I only know of like two of them. Dude, New Line there. Cinemas, they don't have that many anymore. Uh, Freddy. Warner Brothers. Uh, all, uh, all the Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah, I know New Line was uh, basically on the, on the verge of bankruptcy until Nightmare on Elm Street came, uh, came out. So it's essentially one of the nicknames for New Line is the house that Freddy Krueger built. So there's that a little fact for you. Yes. All right. Well, I think with uh, with that being said, um, you know, departing thoughts on Pearl recommended obviously clearly by all of mm-hmm. us to varying degrees and it's two thumbs something you way the check fuck out. up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Check it out. Watch X too. Watch X and watch yeah, Pearl. Watch yeah, it. watch them both and pair. Them watch them with your parents. Yeah, watch them with your parents. <laughs> yeah. Watch them with your friends. Watch them with your kids. <laughs> Watch, watch it with him. your yeah. baby. Watch it with your church group. Oh, there's your, a baby. Uh, you know, watch in your, watch book, in your book baby. club and all, all those weird people that you know. So. Yeah. If you hate anybody, watch it with them because then they'll be really offended. Yes, and they probably won't talk to you afterwards. So, Which is even a benefit. That is actually kind of a benefit. So, All right. Well, uh, I think it's going to probably uh, wrap this one up here on another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Thanks to all for all of your contributions. My name is Mike. I've been your host. And guess what? listeners we'll be here next week as we are each and every week talking fun horror things with you hope you've enjoyed yourself uh but if you're looking for a new podcast platform we're everywhere apple google spotify amazon iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker probably a bunch of other fucking places that i don't even have written down here in front of me so with that being said uh goodbye to you listeners and uh andrew cat matt say goodbye to your listeners Cheers. Adios, muchachos. Good evening. (laughs) I love how we like are always trying to see who will go with the good evening. I was going to go with the good evening way, right? I wanted to like change it up. It always does. All right, cat got it in this week. So yes, good evening indeed. Uh, Bye bye. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.